Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Room 104's Control Alt Delete. A quick roundup of some of the weirdest, craziest, best tech and science stories from all over the world that you may have missed, but now you're not going to miss and get them now. The first one, uh, remember a couple of weeks ago we had the huge Twitter hack. It actually happened live on air, so a lot of famous people on Twitter got their accounts hacked and they're all like, hey, we'll double your money, send us some money. So Elon Musk, Obama, huge problems over Twitter. And there's been a few high-profile um, hackings and security breaches of a lot of large firms. So... The NSA, the big fancy national security agency over in the United States, who actively will wiretap people's phones and will snoop on people and who have mined huge amounts of data illegally from people all over the world. They've come out with a list of tips for you to protect yourself if you're worried about certain apps and worried about certain websites and certain hackers getting access to your phone and your data. Oh, that's good. Now, did those people get their money back, by the way? No. Oh. Okay. So if you didn't see the, the Twitter hack, basically people hacked into people like Elon Musk's account and then they tweeted pretending to be Elon Musk saying, hey, if you send $1,000 to this Bitcoin address, we will we will double it for you and we'll send you 2000 back. So everyone was like, well, this looks completely legit and he's a billionaire. So maybe he's being really generous and insane and he's being an eccentric billionaire. So loads of people sent money and thousands of dollars to this Bitcoin address. I never got their money back. So, yeah, it was a bit of a scam. But no, they didn't get their money back. So, if the NSA have come out and they're now offering some tips if you want to stop your phone from being tracked and people hacking your phone. So, the first thing that they say you should do, this comes from the NSA. These are the NSA tips on how to stop people, apps, companies tracking you and your phone is to turn off your Bluetooth and your Wi-Fi whenever you're not using them. That's a pretty good bit of information for people. I think everyone should do that anyway, though, shouldn't they? It is a bit boring and it's a bit cumbersome, but apparently, you know, I think if, you're, if your Wi-Fi is constantly on, it's constantly searching for networks constantly as well, so you could, you know, be connecting to random networks that you didn't even know were there. So they say, just going to the NSA, if you want to get a bit more secure on your phone, only use your Bluetooth and your Wi-Fi whenever you're not using. Now, the COVID-19 app that we currently have needs you to have your Bluetooth turned on for it to be effective so there's just obviously issues with that as well so that's the first thing that they say you should do now to get even more annoying this is kind of a little bit i don't think very doable for the most people but they say when you're not using your phone if you're actively not using your phone you should turn it on to airplane mode oh i thought airplane mode was purely for saving your battery 
Well, airplane mode is purely for when you're on an airplane. Well, obviously it was created for that, but it, it saved your battery as well. So if you're on 2% or something and you need to take a call yeah. at a certain time and you're out, sticking on airplane mode might, you know, make it last that little bit longer. But yeah, what would it, it would do otherwise? Off. Well, if you're if you have your data on and your signal on and your Wi-Fi, and if you put that on, your phone isn't going to be tracked. So your phone isn't going to be pinging off cell towers. So if you're if you're like a serial killer and you're about to murder someone, you want to put your airplane mode on so they've no idea that you're in the vicinity that the body was found in, because it wouldn't be pinging off the nearest cell tower. You know what I mean? Uh, oh. So when okay, you're yeah, driving. Yeah, when you're driving around or if you're making calls or getting calls, your phone is going to be connecting to various different mobile phone towers that are around the place. And then they can say, well, you were within two miles of this cell tower. Um, so if you turn on airplane mode, it can't actually do that. So that's another thing that they ask you to do. And then the, the general things, if you turn off and decline all lo- location sharing permissions for apps, um, including like your browser and things like that. Again, if we're using things like what, what's what's the name of that taxi app now? It was Halo, and then it was oh, my taxi. Is it still um, my taxi? I think it's my taxi. I have it actually on my phone. It is called. Yeah, it was Halo for a while. Free now. It, Free now. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. Well done, lads, and changing your name a billion times. Yeah, so you're obviously going to have to turn it on if you're using that. But if you leave, if you let apps have access to your location data, those apps will constantly be or could constantly be logging your location in real time even though you're not actively using the app because they have those permissions so never allow an app to use your location and then reset your phone's advertising ID at least weekly I don't know how to do that but you can google how to do that and then it says do not use this is what I find strange the NSA says if you want to have a completely secure phone do not use Apple or Android's find my or find my device feature because they say oh, it shouldn't yeah. be too trusted and they say you should go through a trusted VPN provider. So that's one of those things that kind of masks your IP address and ping I, you I all over the world. I think it's a bit late now, though, to be trying to do anything. I mean, you've kind of let everything, you know, all your identity out there. Once you get a phone, an iPhone or whatever phone, actually, you know, you're easily traceable. People can yeah. easily access your number or, yeah. you know, you could be scammed. Just for example, today I keep getting um, a message, a text message from my bank, but it's not actually from my bank. Say, you know, there's um, something wrong with your online banking thing. You need to log into this and this, follow these instructions. So obviously they, I don't know, maybe I was on some site or whatever and they found me, I don't know, or if it was totally random. Also, yesterday or the day before, I started getting this strange person calling me nonstop on WhatsApp which I found really weird. Yeah, because this wasn't someone in my contacts, yet their picture showed up when they were calling. And um, when I answered, they just didn't say anything. But you know, you can hear them on the phone. So I I blocked them in the end, but... Where was the number? Was it an Irish number? It was an Irish number, yeah. Oh, that's even weirder. It was a guy, a guy in the picture, yeah. So I didn't know him and... Did it have a name? I didn't even click into his profile thingy. But I just saw it flashing up and I was looking at, obviously, this guy I didn't know. And I answered it and then he didn't say anything. And then he rang three more times and he didn't say anything. So I just blocked him. Um, But I find that weird as well because I never... You don't have to accept anyone on WhatsApp as a friend or whatever, but he wasn't a contact of mine. Yet he obviously... How did he get your number? Yeah, how did he get my number? And then he didn't call me on a regular phone. He called me on WhatsApp. Yeah, that's kind of scary. You'd wonder how people are getting numbers and how your info is being leaked all over the shop. Mm. 
Yeah, so there you go. There's some, some tips anyway. The, the NSA released a whole three-page document on how you can protect your phone from being hacked and being traced. So Bluetooth and Wi-Fi off whenever you don't need them. Basically, just turn your phone off when you don't need it. That's kind of <laughs> kind of what they're saying. Um, the next story is a little bit odd and a little bit strange. Um, if you're bad at learning languages, uh, new research has been published. In the science of learning has found a very interesting way to improve your language learning by about 15%. Oh, I like this, yeah. Yeah, and it just involves electrocuting yourself. Electrocuting yourself. Who's going yeah. to electrocute themselves to to learn more? If you that want sounds that like 15%, torture. man. If you want that 15%, gotta, you got to electrocute yourself. I'll specify. They found by um, providing a mild electrical shock into the ears that will help stimulate the, the vagus nerve, the vagus nerve, I think it's the vagus nerve, via earpieces. People who are able to do that improve their language learning performance by 15%. In particular... They are able to differentiate and understand different Mandarin tones. You know, the, the, the Chinese Mandarin can be very difficult. The same word can be said, I think, three or four different times. And depending on the emphasis on the word, it can mean something completely different. So yeah. we are very bad at picking up on those subtle tonal shifts in a different language because we obviously haven't grown up with it. And hence why it can be difficult, especially as an adult, learning a new language. But people who got these little electric shocks, a little electric shock and little electric stimulation via their ears were able to distinguish between the different Mandarin tones far better than people who weren't and they found that this nerve this kind of brain simulation therapy and treatment that they did resulted in a 50% increase in their language learning but has also been used to treat uh, uh, epilepsy and also depression and inflammatory diseases in the past so it's a bit odd it is a bit odd but I mean obviously there's something good coming of it which I like this is great now. I think uh, teachers will love this because now you can advocate for not just a wooden spoon, but electrocuting your students at school isn't torture. <laughs> it's actually improving their learning by 15%. What parent isn't going to want that? Actually, in fairness, yeah. I mean, we did speak to a principal not so long ago who has decided to create a box to lock the phones in. So that's one way yeah. of getting them to concentrate. But this is another way. I think so. Hook them up. Can you imagine your little, like, uh, 13-year-olds who are doing your tits in and any time they're annoying you, you just shock them. Uh, it's like shocking their brain and they can't give out to you because you're actually making them smarter and <laughs> treating their depression. This is a win-win for everyone. It is a win-win, yeah. <laughs> Although, imagine the pain. Ah, it wouldn't be too bad. They should just crank it up a little bit. Just a little, just a little, just a little shock collar kind of buzz, you know? God. I mean, if it was shock collar kind of buzz, I would definitely do it. But I hate mm. pain, so anything that's going to be painful, I will avoid at all costs. But if they were to tell me that this was kind of minimum pain or pain-free, who wouldn't want to do this? Like, why wouldn't you want to have a 15% bigger brain that can store more information? Yeah, and learn more. Happy days. That's, that's going to be the next thing. You're going to hear uh, Tim Ferriss going on about shocking himself to learn something new. Anyway, so that's happened with that. Now, on to the story about uh, scientists over in the UK are thinking of our proposing that they add psychoactive drugs to the water to help prevent depression and suicide rates. So what they're thinking of doing is adding a drug called lithium, which is used to treat uh, people with depression. It's apparently it helps as a mood stabilizer, right? And it sounds insane, but they published this research in the Journal of Psychiatry last, uh, last week. And what they're suggesting is that if lithium levels are naturally higher in our water supply, everyone's mood will be more stable and will be better. And that might be a way to broadly treat uh, depression and also help lower suicide rates across an entire population in an entire country. But 
there's obviously huge, massive ethical issues with uh, drugging an entire population of people. And they're saying now this is obviously compounded by COVID-19. There's a problem is more people are suffering from depression, more people are out of work, which is obviously leading to more depression and more financial financially difficult situations. Um, but they have said that this could be a potential positive impact. But would you trust the government to uh, to drug you with lithium to make yourself feel better? See, in a way, I'm kind of noticing that it's very difficult to stay healthy-minded when everywhere you turn and every news source is telling you that the world is ending and it's, you know, it's all negative. So, of course, depression is rife at the moment. Everyone has suffered in in some way or another. So, when you hear, okay, we're going to put this into the water and you will all be grand or your mood will be lifted quite significantly, of course, you jump to the, you know, yeah, that sounds great, but what are the side effects? Should kids be having this? Should this be controlled you know I should just the think, government be allowed to secretly drug you yeah uh, you know I, I don't think it's it's the best idea to be honest and sometimes sometimes you need to enjoy the misery so you can appreciate life later on it's literally no, like don't uh, get me wrong I mean we spent time creating demotivational beer mats we, we did, did this yeah. you know before Christmas and it was all fun and games because let's be honest life was grand I mean <laughs> we didn't really yeah. have any problems when we think about it now but now in 2020, mm, it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's, it, there's a whole host of, as you can imagine, um, ethical medical issues because what they suggested, the one way that you'd have to trial this approach would be to test it on, obviously, two different communities. One community's water supply, you would add the lithium to try and improve and boost their levels and another community you would monitor and you wouldn't give them the lithium levels and then you would monitor rates of depression and rates of suicide as well. So it would be a little bit grim because you'd be if it worked, one, you'd have to let certain people uh, pass away and you wouldn't treat them just so you could prove your hypothesis. But are you are you going to be okay with having the government drug the drug the population? Because then there's the other thing. They could take this too far. So the government starts doing mad stuff, like worse than what they're doing at the moment, if you can imagine. I know it's crazy. And you just say, increase the lithium there. Everyone will be feeling great and they won't be mad. They won't hit the streets. You could dumb down the population via via drugs. You could, you could take away their anger and their depression um, and their hatred of society that and, and, you know, and their willingness to get out and protest and change. So you could dumb down a population by drugging the water supply. Ah, yeah, it's not a quick fix, though. And that's the thing. That's what we want to do. We want to just go, do you know what? We're going to just throw this into the water and everyone will be fine and everything can be back to normal again. It won't happen. There'll be side effects. There'll be kids that have gotten too much of this. Other people that it doesn't agree with. And then what? There's extra problems. Uh, yeah, I know. There's snowballing. But anyway, that's what they're actually proposing over in the UK as a potential solution. Now, whether it sees the light of day, who knows, but that's what they're actually doing to try and lower rates of depression, especially during COVID-19 and hopefully help mood stabilise it. But that's literally, uh, Aldous Huxley has got a great book, if you've ever read it, Brave New World, which the whole thing was on, don't sort out your problems, just take a little pill and a little drug and you'll feel absolutely fantastic having not addressed the issue. It's kind of where we're going, but look, it is 2020 and it's insane. Uh, The last story this evening is a little... I want to say a little bit upsetting, a little bit worrying, right? You know the the big Boeing jets, the 737s, huge plane from Boeing that a lot of, obviously, the airliners use all over the world. Yeah. Just a, your usual big transatlantic kind of plane, right? Uh, they have all been grounded over the last while. Um, 
because of the lack of travel or whatever and uh, recently a security firm has gone in and they've been doing some analysis and they've been looking at the different systems that are in place. The Boeing 737, the aircraft on it, it's data systems have to be updated every month. So its navigation systems have to be updated every month for it to be able to fly properly, blah, blah, blah. But its computer systems are still using floppy disks to update their databases. Oh. Why? They've never changed from having floppy disks. The technology is literally that old. But I just thought it was hilarious. And also, I'd be a little bit like, hang on, why are you still using floppy disks to update When's the software? When's the last time I've seen a floppy disk? Probably my dad when I was about six. Some people, I imagine, have never, ever seen uh, a floppy disk. Uh, some people might need... If you're like 20, you've probably never seen a floppy disk in your entire life. But it's a small little... Um, how would you even describe it? Just a small little square rectangular disk It's kind of like a... Has Oh, I was going to say a Game Boy game, but sure they wouldn't know what that is either. <laughs> yes, it's kind of like a game. Oh, no, wait, hang on. It's, 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 uh, but it only has a couple of megabytes of uh, data, if even, on it. But they're still using them, so that's how they update their system. They don't download anything. They don't even have CDs or USBs. Some engineer once a month has to come in with a suitcase full of floppy disks and update all of the systems on a plane that can fly from Dublin to New York with, uh, with, with three and a half inch floppy disks. That's so strange to even... Imagine, isn't it? Yeah, just it'd be a bit unnerving. I know the data's probably the same, but I'd just be like, you're still, still using floppy disk, are you sure? I wouldn't be nervous about it, but it's just strange that they uh, haven't got with the times. Yeah, they haven't, uh, they haven't updated to anything a little bit more, um, a little bit more modern. But there you go, floppy disks are still being used on 737s, that kind of Boeing 737s that fly all over the world. That is uh, down with that sort of thing. Careful now. Uh, if you uh, think we've missed anything from the tech world that we should give a shout out, let us know. Drop us a line 87 104 Here is Lewis Capaldi. This is Before You Go. It's Room 104. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.